Welcome back, SFL Nation. Welcome back to SFL Nights with AJ Stryker. Thank you so much for joining me today or tonight or whenever you decided to hit that play button or turn on that radio dial. I really do appreciate it, y'all. So I'm doing something a little bit differently. Um, I just wanted to kind of pop on and give you the overview of the playoff games because uh, I had another podcast earlier this week that you can check out on YouTube. Um... Basically going over SFL M Week 9 review, then I had my picks for the playoffs, and I had my picks for the champions. So, let's see if I was right about that. Alright, so I chose the Albuquerque Adams and the Birmingham Fuel to win their games to make it into the championship. So, let's see if I was right. First game up was the number 4 Salt Lake City Rustlers taking Four and four, taking on the number one seed, Albuquerque Adams, sitting at six and two, and the Adams won 28 to 20. So I was right about that one. Um, it was a great game to watch at the half. It was 21 to six. So the Adams started off dominating um, in a major way. And when you look at the numbers, like for passing, they're, they're not that far apart. I mean, Adams had 177 yards passing at that point, and um, Salt Lake had 75. Rushing was even close with 40 for Salt Lake and 45 for the Adams. Um, Time of possession definitely had an effect because uh, Salt Lake only had the ball for nine minutes at halftime versus the 12 minutes for Adams. But the turnovers in this game were real at the half. Salt Lake City had five turnovers, five interceptions, and the Adams had four. So they were battling back and forth. Defenses were on point um, trying to to keep the other team from scoring, trying to give their team a shot at the ball at all costs. But as you can see in the team comparisons um, for the end of game, it didn't end up that way. So... Passing for the Salt Lake City wrestlers was 403 yards. Rushing, 46. Total offensive yardage was uh, 449 yards. Time of possession was 20 minutes and 14 seconds with six turnovers. The Adams had 249 yards passing, 78 yards rushing for 327 yards total. Their time of possession was 23 minutes and 38 seconds with five turnovers. So not only did the Adams hold the ball, get more chances with the ball, they also threw one less interception. So it wound up being six and five, which is 11 turnovers in one game. That's that's a lot. Player of the game was Nate Ritter's wide receiver. He had five receptions for 95 yards, two touchdowns, 19 yards per catch. But yeah, there were some great performances from um, T-House from Albuquerque having two and a half sacks. And even quarterbacks had a pretty decent game besides those interceptions, which happens, you know. Trust me, it happens. <laughs> but like Zami uh, Utah for Salt Lake had 403 yards passing and a touchdown. P.J. Slaughter, 
249 yards uh, passing with three touchdowns. So overall, great game. And congratulations to the Adams and Salt Lake. Keep your heads up. You did. A fan, you had a fantastic season. Even to make it this far was an honor. So I was. You guys made it very entertaining. And next up, the number three Memphis River Runners, sitting at five and three, took on the number two seed Birmingham Fuel, sitting at five and three, and Birmingham won 24-13. And I was right about this game as well. Now at the half, the Fuel ignited the scoreboard with. 145 yards passing, 57 yards rushing, 202 total. They had four sacks um, against the River Runners, 97 yards passing, 22 yards rushing, 119 yards uh, total. They only held the ball for eight minutes, so not only did the field dominate to start, they didn't take their foot off the gas once they actually did. I mean, they held the ball longer, um, had a deeper passing game so they came in ready so at the end of the game passing for the Memphis River Runners 234 yards they had 39 yards rushing 273 yards total their time of possession was 18 minutes and 51 seconds with three turnovers the fuel had 304 yards passing, 77 yards rushing, 381 yards total. They held the ball for 25 minutes and 9 seconds with two turnovers. So, you know, the turnover ratio was low. They held the ball longer. They were able to do more with it, and that's why the fuel wound up coming out with that win. Player of the game was wide receiver Riley Quintero. With nine receptions, 125 yards, one touchdown, and went 13.9 yards per catch. But there were other notable performances as well, like Randy Squarebush having 84 yards on two touchdowns. G. Vern, Vernon um, had 4.5 sacks in this game for Birmingham. Jay Farnsey coming up with one for himself for Birmingham as well. Christian Brown coming up with 304 yards passing and one touchdown. And O.J. Bruin even with 234 yards passing and a touchdown. So wonderful, wonderful performances from everybody. Rookies, you guys put on a fantastic performance this season. I am truly proud of each and every one of you. Now it comes down to this. The... Albuquerque Adams taking on the Birmingham Fuel in Phoenix, Arizona, of course, at the Arizona's Scorpion Stadium. And, you know, we're happy to host them, and it should be a great game. But again, I think that the Albuquerque Adams will be victorious in this this season. They're going to walk away with the championship ring. So we'll see. I was right about these last two games, so <laughs> we'll see how well it shakes up. The championship game will take place on December 13th, Sunday, and it's going to be a great game to watch. As I said, it should premiere at 9, 10 p.m. on the SFL YouTube channel, and I'll leave that, uh, that channel in the description for you to easily access, but it should be great games. Hope to see all of you there, and if you want more information about us, becoming a player, and even to join our Discord, 
visit www.simulationfl.net and stay tuned for my in-depth fourth and goal interview with Mr. Damon Simeons of the Houston Hyenas, owner and wide receiver. All right, everybody, welcome back to my fourth and goal interview. Tonight's guest is Mr. Damon Simeon, owner of the Houston Hyenas. How you doing? I'm great. How's it going, Ashley? Glad to be here once again. I guess. Podcast. It's, it, as you stated, you know, before recording, it's been a while since you and I have, have talked, you know, on your podcast and you know, just shared some SFL knowledge and so forth. But glad to be here. Oh man, yeah, it has been years, <clears throat> but I was messing with you. But yeah, so a lot of things have changed since our last talk, and we've actually acquired some new listeners on the radio. So, if you don't mind, would you give us a brief overview of yourself? So that could be um, your age, hometown, some interesting facts, and your favorite NFL team. Age, yeah. Okay. Um, Come on, man. I'm thirty. I'm a young forty. Uh, <laughs> I'm a young 40. I'm from Houston, Texas. Um, originally uh, from the inner city um, of Houston, Texas. Uh, I grew up maybe 10, 15 minutes from the Astrodome um, and so forth. Um, and now I reside west of Houston in a um, suburban community called Katy, Texas. So I've been here about three years or so, but uh, yeah, man, the city of Houston is great and so forth. It's been great to me and my family. I can't, I have no complaints about it. Um, you know, Texas is just a great place to live, but I heard Georgia is really nice as well. So it is. It <laughs> that's is. one for you. There you go. Listen, that's why I haven't left. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and favorite NFL team is uh, the, the Dallas Cowboys. You know, don't do that. Don't do that. Come on. Don't do that. Don't do that. I do better than that. Like, (laughs) hey, man, our our quarterback got hurt. You know, offensive line problems and so forth. New defensive coordinator came in and tried to, you know, bring Algebra 3 with him. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't even think there's Algebra 3. I think it only goes to 2. But, (laughs) hey. Everybody, he said that, not me. <laughs> and the player is so confused and discombobulated, you know. So, <laughs> dude's all out of zone coverage. Oh, man, it was just horrible the first couple of weeks. But the defense has picked up, looked pretty good, you know, the past few games and so forth. But at least we're not, you know, giving up 38 to 40 points, you know. Listen, trust play. me. We'll be winning by 15 and then just lose it. Listen, I. Yeah, I see you supporting you, you know, you you red and black for the Falcons. Yeah, but it's hard sometimes, man. Like they do dumb stuff. You know what? We can have a whole podcast on that. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> but yeah, we just you just gotta roll with the punches, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, tell us how did you find the league and how long have you actually been a part of it? Man, I mean, a lot of people know this story already uh but for the new people that's out there watching um this had to be about 2012 i want to say um and i'm at work i'm at my at my cubicle at work and you know at the time um 
APF was, it wasn't a big thing, but there was a community for it, you know, um, within myself and a lot of other people, uh, such as guys like Big Play Killer was one of the guys that I followed on YouTube. Uh, Ryan Moody was another one. There's another guy named Rosales. Um, then we had, um, uh, what's the guy name? I want to say Apex. Um, Apex, he's from like the New York area, so forth. He's the one that really started the the movement for um espn nfl 2k5 and you know all pro football in reference to comparing those two games which was made by 2k sports to ea sports you know mad nfl and so every day I, i'm like just on youtube just googling i mean not just googling but searching you know um, all pro football and then so one day i come across you know this video that says SFL, you know, week, I think it was like week three, week four, I think it was season three or so highlights. And so I click on them and, you know, I'm, I'm watching and I'm at work and, you know, I'm already, you know, all about the game. But then there's this commentating behind the game. It's not the end game commentating, you know, it's the commissioner of the SFL, you know, which we call the great one now, Cameron Irvine, uh, who's like one of the best commentators I've ever heard next to Gus Johnson. I'll say that. Okay. <laughs> now, 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 that's pretty big if I'm putting it next to Gus Johnson uh, because Gus is my favorite. Uh, <laughs> I also like Nance as well. But uh, yeah, so and, and, and so I'm, I'm, you know, watching these highlights and so forth about the game and in and, just Cameron's commentating is what grabs my attention. Me personally, if my attention is not grabbed right away when I click on something, I'm moving to the next thing, you know, and 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 it, it just the commentator grabs my attention and it held me there. Now I'm at work and I'm supposed to be working, and and on this job I'm at, I'm 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 on a, a daily metric scale where we're supposed to you know produce a certain amount of cases per day. I wasn't worried about them cases that day. <laughs> Still catching up. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So you know, so and, and then also, you know, I used to be on YouTube, you know, you know, just keeping up with with my videos that I was putting out or or, or so forth. And and I basically started. I have a video that I, I, some people used to call me a YouTube sensation about, which. <laughs> I don't see that. Oh, you gotta um, give me the link to that, bro. I'm gonna put it on here. Well, basically, it's that that video was um, how to create all 32 NFL teams with an all pro football. Hmm. And basically, um, you know, that was something that I stumbled across. It wasn't that I was like, you know, trying to figure out how to do it or whatever. It was that the girlfriend that I was dating at the time ended up deleting my roster somehow. So what I found out is that, okay, I still had my seasons, you know, within the game. So I ended up finding out that when I go into the season and then when I quit out the season, it would have that roster file for that season or whatever. And I was like, wait a minute. So if I create, I can end up doing, you know, like the NFL conferences or so, you know, because the game only allows you to create eight teams. And so I can put like NFC and AFC North AFC, NFC and NFC East, you know, so I had all those like on one file or whatever. So that's how I ended up coming across that or whatever. So it was just, and I ended up making a video about it. I think the video has like over 75,000 views now, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I have not seen one check from YouTube about it yet. So, um, 
You got to call them about that, man. <laughs> And Ashley, I, Ash, Ashley, this was back in 2010. It's been 10 years. I have not seen a dime. So. Oh, yeah. Plus interest. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so but that's how I stumbled across the SFL. And um, at the time, I was also a part of the Casual Dope Gamers um, League, which is ran by TJ, uh, the owner of the Baltimore Crabs. And so um, I wanted to learn more about the SFL. Then TJ ended up getting a team with the SFL. Um, I know I could have sent, you know, a message through YouTube or whatever, because um, he did have his, his information on there. Uh, I could send him a, an email or so, Cam speaking of, and, and reference as far as how to, you know, be more part of the league. Uh, or I could have asked TJ, but I was like, I wanted to get in on my own, you know. Uh, me, I don't like, you know, piggybacking off someone else right. and so forth. So, um, but when TJ got a team, TJ, was the first um, owner to have real players on his team, you know, such as and he had um, Ramos Lynn, I think Ramos, uh, which is the owner of Mexico City. Ramos had a cornerback at the time. Um, he had Eddie Gage. Um, Eddie Gage was a uh, was a strong safety, as he is still today uh, with his team in Arizona. Then he had uh, Dwayne Blackwell. Dwayne Blackwell uh, is another guy who's big who was big at the time, um, playing um, all pro football, uh, 2K8, uh, which is goes by the name. His, his real name is, is Kevin Davis, but his gamer tag is Showtime, um, Showtime 318 or uh, something like that, 318 or 718. Um, he, he's, up, he's up from the New York area as well. Uh, so you can search him on YouTube also. Okay. Um, he has some old videos on there, uh, some really good work on there. Um, and uh, who else did he? Uh, he had another guy from from. I mean, all his players were from CAG, you know, from Casual Dope Gamers. And another guy named uh, Nick Too Quick. Uh, <laughs> Nick Too okay, listen. And, 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 uh, and I think Nick Too Quick played receiver. Um, I played receiver as well. He had another guy named Elliot Snyder from the league played running back. And uh, man, I mean, he, like I said, he was the first player the first person to have you know real people before tj came into the league everyone had made up created fantasy players or whatever you know some of them had some weird names too um you know you had a guy named um what is it? uh skeleton p-funk you know <laughs> <laughs> you know you had guys with crazy names like that and you know so <laughs> Uh, one guy, one guy named his name was Red Feather. I think that was his last yes, name. Yes, uh, Joseph Red Feather. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, he was. The, I think he was a quarterback for OKC or something like that. You know, um, so it was just you know some, just <laughs> some weird things happening and going on. But like I say, when TJ introduced that, that basically set the tone and the turn for the SFL to grow. At the time, a lot of the owners, um, I want to say at that time it was probably six to eight owners in the league or so um probably let's, let's say it was about six at the time owners in the league at that time and a lot of them didn't want to move in the direction of having you know real people in the league and having them on their team and in their locker room and so forth you know because one they didn't want to deal with the attitude you know and the different personalities now that right there speaks your leadership right there if you're not able to you know work with other people and understand you know their different type of background and so forth or where they come from then your leadership skills are hard you shouldn't be an owner you know uh, that just me playing plain and simple as that you know uh, so 
and that's why a lot of those old guys are no longer here you know yeah, um, yeah. And, and, and you know and, and some of them were great friends of Cam's you know but but they're no longer here because he saw he had a vision and basically TJ you know boosted that vision for him you know and so and now today we have over 400 and you know almost 450 some players in the league that's not including everyone but that's just the players within the league it's like 400 something it's crazy they were talking yeah. about contracts that was just submitted you know over 400 some contract we just submitted last week like, right that's, that's, crazy. That's, that's crazy you know to see them how the league has grown is, is very interesting and i didn't know that tj played such an intricate part in mm-hmm. in the growth of the league so you know yeah hopefully one day he'll give us an interview but he won't he will not budge man Dude, oh, we oh. have we have been saying for years that we believe tj works for the cia and uh <laughs> <laughs> it's something it's something because i'm like i've asked him countless times hey come on the show you can eat, you can block your camera if no actually like i'm good oh, okay i did get one interview with him though okay um, it's on the website mm-hmm. we were just discussing about baltimore and things like that but i was happy to get that because i'm like this is great <laughs> but you alluded to a, a couple things that I kind of wanted to bring up. Now, mm-hmm. when you said Cam was one of the best pro- uh, broadcasters that you know you've heard, uh, people say the same thing about you, and that you have one of those iconic voices and the, the, your delivery and everything. And I think one of the most memorable recently that you had was when your son was on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and he had to stop. He had to stop. And he had to go for you. And then, oh, he's on. He just wanted to to help you with the broadcast <laughs> because he was he had so much insight at this young age. <laughs> yeah. Well, unless that well, thank you for for the compliment. And 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 I've heard that I do have a, a fan base and following in reference to my commentating. Um. I do have a, you know, a, a pretty unique style, should I say, um, but, you know, I'm, I'm very humble and, I, and I, don't, I don't think that I'm quite there yet. I think I still have growth in that department. Um, so I, I also have like, um, sometimes I stumble across when I'm, when I'm pronouncing some of the players' names and that's from dyslexia that I have. And so a lot of people didn't know that I had, you know, dyslexia that at sometimes when I'm reading a name or so, the letters switch. I can see the letters switching or so, or it show I see something totally different, you know, at times. So um, Cam was 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 unaware of it. Um, Mike Daggs, the director of uh, the broadcast team, was unaware of it. And I, and, I, and <clears throat> And I brought it to their attention. You know, this is why, you know, this happens sometimes. So I'm like, oh, okay, great. You know, thank you for letting us know, you know. Um, and, and, and there were people that was making fun of me about it, you know, um, as well. So, uh, and, and I think that's one of the reasons why I came out instead of hiding behind it, you know, and, and, and not speaking on it. Uh, because then once I spoke on it and opened up about it you know I, I got some feedback in reference to hey you know we didn't we didn't know you know and so forth uh, uh, sorry that you know that 
you have that or so but you know it's it, it happens i'm not the only one in the world with it so <laughs> you know and that's true but that's another reason <clears throat> like why people have to be very careful mm -hmm. they're trying to make jokes because you don't know what people are really going through you know? exactly and exactly you really don't so hopefully yeah. you know this is a great league and we do have a lot of a lot of great people here you know mm -hmm. and i i love the fact that even though you you know you have this lexi there are other people that have other things that are happening with them you have yes. this place where we all can come together you can mm -hmm. share ideas you can um you can figure out who you are and what you're capable of you know because did you really right. think that you would be a broadcaster at any point in your life no 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 i didn't i didn't i didn't think I, I mean anytime in my life i never because i had a i had an issue with when i was younger as as a kid i had an issue with stuttering and i, I actually speaking of what you just stated you have to be careful and making fun of people i used to make fun of a guy in our neighborhood who was a lot older than me this guy had a real bad stuttering problem and because of me mocking him all the time i started to stutter it was weird you know and 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 <laughs> yeah i mean i mean that that was like really really weird and i suffered with that for maybe three years or so you know and, and at the time this happened i was like in the i want to say third or fourth grade or so and then so you know it is like you said you got to be careful as just you know what you do to someone else because it just may fall back on you and, and that was like really embarrassing you know to have like a stutter problem when before i never had one you know for one and then i have to think about saying a word before saying it you know mm -hmm. so i mean that's just something that i taught myself is that okay well let me say the word in my head first and then i'll you know say it with you know through, through my mouth and so forth but going back to <laughs> the, the 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 uh the broadcast when when, when the baby was <laughs> <laughs> and the baby was on uh, my, my wife had just put him to sleep and she had fed him put him to sleep and she was like hey I'd have to make a run right quick the baby's asleep I'm gonna shut the door you still do your broadcast whatever I was like you sure <laughs> she was like yeah he shouldn't wake up <laughs> and, and so maybe maybe 10 minutes before the broadcast you know before the game is about to start and and I and my my colored guy at the time uh, for that game was uh which was Charles Doherty. And Charles said, Man, it would be funny if the baby wakes up. <laughs> Why did Charles say that? All of a sudden I'm looking in my bedroom. I'm looking in my bedroom and I see his head pop up, you know. So <laughs> he in his crib and his head pops up and I say, yep. Charles, you're wrong for that. So I grab him. <laughs> put his pacifier in his mouth he's sitting in my lap he's just calm he's just cool you know he's just chilling <laughs> then all of a sudden soon as cam said you're live he started making little noises <laughs> and, and and i'm going through my intro you know every game i do an intro i try to do something totally different from the, um, each game within an intro and, and i do something in reference to you know um what has led up to that point of the season for it, for both teams and so forth. And I'll throw in a little bit that happened the previous game uh, through that intro. But yeah, I'm trying to go through this intro, man. And I'm and 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 it's ninety. It's the weekend of nine eleven, you know, and so forth. And I had something special, man. And I, and I just couldn't get it. <laughs> just couldn't get it. 
because I'm trying to rock him. And as I'm rocking him, my head bouncing. Look, Ashley, my head bouncing. I'm trying to read. <laughs> oh, man. Cam need to pay y'all for this. <laughs> so, so I just left. I didn't say, hey, I'll be right back or nothing. No. Because <laughs> he. Because he, because because you can you can hear it. He started crying, and the funny part is, I played it back for my wife, and she's like, "I am so sorry." <laughs> I was like, "Hey, I got something I need you to listen to." She was like, "What is it?" I said, "Oh, just listen to this intro. I think I, I, think I really, think I really, really good on this intro." <laughs> I played that intro back. She just, oh, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> but that was hilarious. It was, it, it was pretty funny though, man. Uh, he was following. And- Footsteps. That's why when Cam said, "Hey, we're live in five," <laughs> you know and then, so the, it was his feeding time again. So that's why he woke up. And then so, and the I'm, I'm I got him in my arms. I'm making him a pot and everything, trying to keep him quiet. But I, I also also muted, you know, on my end over here, and I can hear Cam. For some, and this is coming through my headphones. I hear Cam. Was a great thing that the SFL don't have a baby. So, I mean, the SFL headquarters don't have a baby. <laughs> well, can you imagine a baby at SFL headquarters? That was hilarious, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, one day they will. That is going to be hilarious, too. I hope. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's good stuff, man. And, um, yeah. But that, and the thing is, when I had my, my dags on, uh, mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago and he's trying to get people to join the broadcasting um, crew he's trying to get women to join as well oh sideline reporters right <laughs> I told him I'll do it but some Pam Olivers and some Jenny Tafts yeah come on <laughs> <laughs> you know, I guess people are kind of apprehensive because, you know, they hear people like you and like T-Roy and then they get, I guess, a little apprehensive about wanting to do it because they don't want to sound like they don't know what they're talking about. But like, see, that's, well, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But, but that's the amazing part about this league is that, you know, when I started, I really didn't have any experience, you know. Um, going back to season five, it's in the playoffs and you know cam is live broadcasting um in the playoffs and and he had another guy by the name of greg morris who goes by san antonio corky who was once the owner of the san antonio vaqueros okay so greg and cam both lived in san antonio so greg used to visit goes to cam house and they would you know broadcast the games together uh so forth and then so I had posted inside of the chat on Twitch. I said, Cam, if you would have me, I have no, I said, I said, if you would, I said, if you don't mind, I said, I, I would love to drive to San Antonio and broadcast the game with you. I've never broadcast a game before, you know, or did anything or whatever in, in such that matter. But he ended up calling me and he was like, hey, was you serious? I didn't, I didn't think he saw the comment, you know, because he didn't say anything on air about it or he didn't type anything in the chat like he normally would. But he ended up calling me or reaching out to me and he was like, hey, was you serious? And I was like, yeah. I was like, dude, San Antonio is only three hours. <laughs> I need to get away from the house anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Like, give me a reason. 
<laughs> wife and daughter drive me crazy at times now. <laughs> but no, I was like, yeah, dude, I could, I could, I could, I could, I don't have no problem making that trip. And he was like, man, if you make that trip, man, that would be awesome. And then Cam ended up getting a guy from another league. Um, I think it's Apex, Apex something. This guy adding leagues or something like that. Or so, um, no, it's, I'm sorry, it's PS, PS 81, I think is what it is. Okay. APS 31, something like that. I don't I don't know. I can't remember what it is, but it, it, it um the league is ran by um a player in our league as well. Okay. Um DJ Majesty. Okay, I know DJ. Who, who who is um uh Mike Peters is his name. Yeah, so <clears throat> uh, he has his own list. Sorry, Mike. I know it's PX. I want to say PX. Don't worry, you're gonna get DM. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so and you know, Cam was like, we're gonna do the first ever four-man commentating crew. You know, so uh, so so that was that was like my first time, and basically, you know, we did the color cam, did the full broadcast. Um, but if you go back and you listen to that, and this was for the season five championship game, and so if you go back and listen to it, I was kind of low with it, you know, because um, I didn't want to be too loud for one, and I was still in that shell, mm-hmm. you know, and not trying to mess up. But if once I um um. You know, ain't and after that, um, the next following season, uh, Cam was going through some things, and I'm not going to say exactly what it was. Hell, I don't even know exactly what it was to be honest with you. But, so Andy, he ended up having Andy do a lot of the broadcasting for season six. Was it season six or see? I think it was a like season seven. It was, um, and then so that's when that's how it started with other people really get involved into broadcasting andy was the first one that came in and, and to uh start broadcasting uh when cam took took a leave of absence you know and so forth and i was like hey man you know what i believe i can do this you know and so i started practicing i started practicing you know or whatever and so forth and <clears throat> i you know it just just came second nature to me because it's football. It's something that I know, something that, uh, you know, it's a game that I've played and I've been around, you know, my entire life and so forth. So I know all the penalties when, you know, a flag come in. When a flag come in at a certain time, I can say, okay, this is what it's going to be, you know, and so forth. And, or even even by being so much involved with the game itself, you know, all pro football, um, sometimes there's a face mask and people are like, how's their face mask i didn't even see the player hand touch the face or whatever but anytime you see a player they do like this mm-hmm. yeah it's a face mask it's a face mask they're gonna call it dude <laughs> <laughs> it's that's, that's that's what that is you know so but um man broadcasting is really fun and i would encourage any woman um to get involved and and one thing that i i tell cam and Mike <clears throat> all the time is that I want to be an asset to this league. And this is what I tell new people coming in, you know, um, like rookies and so forth, or even especially new owners. When people come to me for advice about being an owner and I tell them, I said, hey, talk about what you're going to benefit to the league. You know, and don't think about what you're going to gain from it or think that you're going to gain some type of popularity from it for just being an owner, because really you're not, you know, Um but talk about what you're gonna what you're gonna benefit benefit as you being an owner. You know how are you gonna be an asset to the league? 
you know so that's what i want people to do for this league is to be an asset to the lead and not just allow the lead to be an asset for you yes it's an outlet for us you know it it, it helped us it entertained us it's it's a great community to be a part of but the league is continually growing you know and and we need people like that that are going to come in and, and who's just so enthused about helping and pushing the lead to grow and in, in, in the direction you know that it needs to be trust me cam is all ears when it comes to ideas and so forth um he's not the type of person and this is a term that i love to use um <clears throat> even within my marriage there's no big eyes and no little use you know um which means that I am bigger than you, you know, and so forth. So, I mean, that's, that's one of the things that, that, that I've noticed about Cam even from the first time I met him, you know, dude is just really down to earth and he's a hell of a basketball player. That's just going off topic there, but <laughs> I still haven't seen it. I have not seen him play. I've heard that he is that there's no footage on it. There's no footage on it, but man, um, one 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 championship game i went up this um i think this is when he first moved to denton texas uh for, when he moved from san antonio up to north texas and i went up there man and um i told him i said hey man i said i'd like to go you know first go play basketball because he you know told me that he played or whatever and i was like yeah whatever and, and you know we ended up going to a ymca not too far from his house and uh, and so forth and man we had a really good time man I didn't think Cam could play, but dude got some skills. He can, uh -huh. he can shoot. And now he have an unorthodox shot, you know, like like those ball brothers, um, <laughs> like Lonzo and uh, Lamelo Ball. <laughs> he got one of them crazy shots, but man, because he does like this wind up. <laughs> oh no, not no. He wind up, he wind up with it, and when it gets right here. And he released it. It has a perfect rotation on it, and it's not touching the rim. It's going straight nothing but net. And I, I mean, we played about we played about four or five games that day. And hey, I uh, have to see some video on this. And yeah, when <laughs> when you said that, I kind of thought of uh, Charles Barkley. You ever seen him try to play golf? Oh yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> was it one of them kind of? <laughs> It's it's unorthodox like that, but 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 yeah, he's but it he's, works. But but it works. He's really like I say, he's a really good dude, man. Very down to earth. So so the women that they're I mean, you know, they're reaching out to to try to get involved. I would say do it, you know, yeah. um, because it's going to help the lead. It's going it's going to help you come out of the shell that you're in as well. And you never know what door that may open for you. I mean, you never know. Something may come your way um, with within the you know far future, near future, or whatever. And that you, and then you know, and with and to the point where that you're broken out of the shyness of public communication. You know, it helped me. I'm a I'm I'm a, I'm a grad student in college, and <clears throat> before the pandemic happened, you know, we were all on campus and so forth. And in each class, we had to be in a group and we had to do a public presentation. You know, mm -hmm. so actually, me broadcasting here in the SFL helped me with my public speaking, you know, and come out of that fear of being in front of, you know, other people, my peers and so forth. And, you know, trying to, um, you know, produce this production, you know, of, of this assignment that I had to do in front of people and so forth. Cause at first I would get up to, you know, it, you, you're supposed to be timed. Sometimes it has to be five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes or so you know and then so especially on the 20 minute ones you know you up there and you're 
And now you got like two to, you know, three to other people, three to four other people up there with you because mostly you're in a group of four. But you're trying to say, you're trying to do your time limit or whatever. And sometimes, and I would just go on and just start elaborating, and, you know, <laughs> just, just ad libbing. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> you know, and like I say, that helped me out a lot. You know, especially in when I was an undergrad, you know, it really hit me a lot during during those undergrad years or so. But but man, like I say, I would I would I would encourage anyone to get involved with the broadcast team because and and for those out there who's wondering why I haven't been um, broadcasting because I started off, you know, um, last season uh, broadcasting and then I had to step away. The reason being for that is because homework just became you know I'm, I'm i'm like towards the end of me graduating my master's degree i only have two classes left now but man the classes got harder i was like uh-uh, bro yeah. <laughs> i'm like i was like i gotta step away uh, i'm not available i was supposed to do sflm um they wanted me to do that you know and I, I wanted to get into that because i feel that when you're a broadcaster you have a you have a totally complete advantage when it comes to scouting a team for one and the funny part was that i was <laughs> they were putting me on games where that i had to play one of the teams the next following week so i was most definitely getting a, a, a upfront and close scouting report you know <laughs> okay and that helps that helps definitely helps. And, and i really wanted to do sflm because it would have helped me with learning the rookies and learning some of these rookies names when them coming in into you know in, in into the SFL mm-hmm. and so forth. Um, it would be help, like I say, learning the rookies, and I can be able to s- say, okay, I would like to reach out to this individual and so forth. You know, <clears throat> um, this rookie or whatever, and like I say, I can be scouting the rookie while I'm broadcasting as well. You know, right? Um, that was just that's just the way how I look at it. You know, I have the opportunity to scout the same time I'm broadcasting. Um, which is which is which is great you know uh <clears throat> to be able to do and so forth but <clears throat> hey hopefully i'll be back next season uh, or so um no i take that back huh what was important i mean you spent all this time in school getting ready right. masters and yeah look at here <laughs> no i tell my wife every day i'm tired of writing papers <laughs> i can't remember who i was talking to I was talking to somebody the other day Oh, it was Chris Joseph. Um, <laughs> Chris Joseph, uh, he's in the SFL. He 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 was on you know the Houston Hyenas team, um, the defensive end. Now he's over with London. Mm-hmm. Um, due to an issue we had uh, in reference to contract, the team announced uh, the player was resigning with the team before the league announced it. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So that so that voided that contract, and he had to go and play elsewhere, or he could have set the season out. So he said, uh, "I'm not going to set the season out. I'm going to go ahead and go elsewhere for, for a season." So, so I was like, "Okay." But Chris lives up in, in um, another suburban town north of Houston, uh, which is called Humble, Texas. And a uh, real funny guy or whatever. But he and I was talking. He was like, so you going to go get your PhD? I was like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, I'm this done. That's what time, sure. <laughs> oh, dude, I said, I said but dude, I think it takes five years to get your PhD. No, sir. Mm-mm. Not me. I said I may do a, a few certifications, but other than that, nope. No, oh, I understand that, man. You already doing enough. So tell me. Speaking of which, how how has your team been dealing with that news? And 
how have you been dealing with the news of those voided contracts, man? I I, I felt for you, man. I, I know that's, that's <laughs> it's, hard. It's, it, it is hard. It's it's crazy because um, I normally I normally don't promote the player signings until after we have signed everyone. You know, nine after we have nine really after the free agency period. That's normally when I would push out. You know that, that hey, you know we signed this player at this you know per, you know rate or whatever. Um, but uh, prior to the re-signing period starting um <clears throat> the re-signing period for those who don't know basically is when a team is re-signing players that are going to come back to the team the sfl will only have one year contracts so each season around week 10 11 and 12 i reach out to my players that are on my team for that season i'll ask them all hey i'm just reaching out to you and let you know hey i enjoyed you on the team you're having a great season and so forth the front office is wanting to know will your player be returning back to the team for the next following season and you know the players will reach back i'm coming back the next season to, to be with the hyenas or some of them say i would like to test free agency but keep a window open for me and i i think that gives the player i mean there's nothing wrong with that at all whatsoever but i think it gives the player so much power when you say keep the window open for you now you're testing free agency to go and be with another team but you want me to keep a window open for you so let's just say there's a spot that's available that your player plays but you're testing free agency but you don't let me know that you're going to go ahead and go with another team now that leaves me in the blind side because i'm not reaching out to another player to fill your spot because i'm expecting you you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. to you know to maybe come back or so you know and, and that was an issue that we had, but I'll get back to that in a moment. But so, like I said, I would reach out to them. Hey, we would like for you to come back. Player would say, I'm coming back or I'm testing free agency or so forth. Okay, cool. So then the resigning period starts. Well, before the resigning period starts, you know, we start working on contracts and so forth or whatever, seeing um, could we give a player their full value they ended the season with, or are we going to have to chop some stuff off, you know? Right. Uh, from their ratings or either from you know player um animations um or so forth but then again so what happened was that um mike baker our defensive tackle came to me he's like hey who's running the social media and i said well i am but i don't have the time to be i really don't have the time he's like i would love to come and run the social media he said i've ran social media for youth programs you know um um them that i've been a part of and he was like, he showed me his uh, his work, you know, showed me his couple of graphics and so forth, showed me the uh, the Facebook page of, of some of those youth programs that he was part of or whatever. And I was like, dude, I can really use you, you know, because like I say, I don't have the time to push out the social, you know, the, the, the social media stuff for the team uh, like it should be. And so, <clears throat> uh, you know, he and I talked or whatever and, and um, you know, Mike asked for the, all of the players, you know, names and then their position and numbers uh, that's coming back for the team so i provided that information to him and uh i do recall informing him that you we can't post anything until the league announces it mm -hmm. and i think maybe I'm, I'm thinking that maybe he thought that since i sent that information over to him that it was okay uh, that it was okay to go ahead and and and, and push it and push it out uh we have already submitted the contracts to to the league 
you know. Um, and as everyone knows, the league was a delay on approving a lot of, you know, contracts or so. Uh, but it is what it is, you know. So yeah, we we posted it. We got in trouble for it. But to answer your question, yes, um, I was ticked off about it. Uh, my front office team was ticked off about it. The players was even ticked off about it. There's two players on the team that's talking about not playing for anybody, you know, next season. Uh, they're just going to step down and they're not going to step down. They're just, they're just going to hold out basically. And yeah, and that's, uh, that's Kentez Johnson and uh, Brady Clark. <clears throat> um, Brady has stepped up and, and, and wanted to take a front office spot uh, mm-hmm. with the team as well. So he's the, he's the, the president of player operations uh, for the team. And uh, Kentez is co-GM. He was the GM, but he's in college as well. So he wanted to step down from having full general manager uh, duties and step down and become co-GM. He's helping Ethan on, you know, when he can um, and so forth. But but yeah, we we were all disappointed about it. And um, there was a conversation that that was had um, uh, with the commissioner and the commissioner did it. You know, he was like, you know, I can see what I can do or so forth um, about this, you know, or whatever. And so I was like, okay, cool. And you know, then I, I'm not gonna get too much in detail with it, yeah, but it, it it was just a disappointing uh, because you know the communication was all off. It was it was it was done all wrong. It was it it was just weird, you know. And and the, you know, players were upset. I was upset. Players were like, well, what can you do about it, dude? I, I ain't done nothing do about it. You know, it's a rule, um, or so forth. Because it used to be that the player can't say anything about it. But then the rule was changed with that the, the player can announce it, but the team cannot announce it before the league approves it. And and I understand the reasoning for that. As Cam went on the Dave Axis show and <clears throat> he said, well, you know, these rules are in place because whatever contract is incomplete or, you know, the value of that contract is not right. You know, the league has to approve that contract. We have to oversee that contract and make sure that is right for the the benefit of the player because actually i just say okay you're a player for arizona right and let's just say you go and you go into free agency you come over to houston and i say okay and and i don't communicate this with you and i shave off you know some of your ratings or so let's just say your your arm strength you may have an arm strength of 90 let's just say if i want to cut off five points of that and and of your arm strength and then five points of your 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 consistency or so just so for me to get you in in, at a certain number for me to make cap you know or whatever uh i mean that's shady you know so so i can understand it or remove an animation and once I once I post the contract, you're part of the the, the DM along with the league office affiliation, mm-hmm. and you just go in and you just say yes, I accept. But you don't you read it. You don't read it. You know this is how people get effed up in real life. You know, and I always go back to the Flintstones. You know, the movie when 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 Fred yeah. Flint, when Fred Flintstone. You know, he ended up getting a promotion, but he didn't read fine print. Read the fine print. <laughs> And everybody, got, and everybody got fired. You know, <laughs> right? That's a perfect example too. That's that is a that's a perfect example from it. You know, and people look at me and be like, "Why are you reference to the Flintstone?" Well, I, that was an educated moment right there for me. I don't know about for you, but for me, anytime we're dealing with a contract, I'm gonna read it. And if I don't understand it, I'm gonna let somebody else read it 
you know, as well uh, for, for a double check. Yeah, gotcha. But um, yeah, I'm not going to hold you too long. I'm, I know, I know. I just got <laughs> But just one more, one more question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the changes? Well, actually, kind of two. It's a two-parter. So are you going to reply? Are you going to ever retire DR Sims, the player? And <laughs> what are your plans for next season as far as the Houston Hyenas? That's both of those are great questions. It's it's crazy you ask about the retirement because I have thought about it. I have thought about it a lot. And not only because I mean, I love DR Sim. You know, that's that's like my alter ego, you know. Uh, <laughs> that's my alter ego, man. And and you know, I I, I love because uh, I didn't I played high school football and then I quit playing high school football. One, it was too damn hot. Um yeah, <laughs> it was too hot and I was like, I'm going to the academic. I'm going to the academic to play football to play basketball. So <laughs> so, so um but but yeah, so you know, and, and and not making like football is football is my favorite sport. I watch football before I watch basketball. Now I love playing basketball, but football is my game, you know. And um <clears throat> You know, I wanted to play college football. I wanted to go to, you know, UT or either to Miami. You know, those were my schools, you know, coming out. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, that was just something that just didn't happen. So, you know, when, having to play in the SFL, man, it's just, it's, 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 it's outstanding. You know, it's a great feeling or whatever uh, to have, you know, a player. And then, you know, to be the, the number one receiver and, you know, receiving yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so forth. Um, but the last few seasons, he has kind of like, you know, fell off. You know, he, he hasn't been productive as you. Somebody said because he's old as hell. <laughs> I can't remember who said that. Somebody said, yeah, because he's old as well. But um, but I have thought about retiring the player. Reason being is because it allow other players. Somebody once said records are meant to be broken, True. you know, and I feel that if <clears throat> I'm lingering around, you know, for so long that my records won't ever be broken. Um, and I think that other people should have that opportunity, you know, to be able to break, you know, records in the SFL. But um, <clears throat> there's one owner every year that pitches. I think we should get rid of owner players. Um, <laughs> I guess who that is. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, and uh, it's 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 crazy. I mean, uh, he once had her own a player, but he let his player go. You know, he retired his player and so forth. Um, I understand that it makes room for other players as well. And and and, and my argument to that is, it's boring just being an owner. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. owners owners meetings are horrible. I don't like them. Um, I don't participate in them. Too long. <laughs> exactly because. Because it's owner meetings are set up for arguments, and that's what it's about. It's about it's about arguing your point as far as why this rule should be changed or why this rule should be added, you know, and so forth. And it can get brutal at times. It's it's, it's crazy in there. But um, yeah, like I said, being an owner is boring. You know, that's why I'm a commentator. You know, right. um, 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 I even, I even I even joined the beat team. I wrote one article. Um, I haven't wrote another <laughs> one. 
Bro, one order. But like I said, I, I mean, school's just been so busy. Life has been so busy with the baby now. Yeah, um, which is understandable. Yeah, you know, DJ is eight months now, and man, this dude is. When he wakes up, I need everybody's attention, not just one person. <laughs> everybody's attention needs to be on me. So, <clears throat> and that's something else I, I, I even dealt with um, male postpartum depression. Um, yeah, when he came home, so. You know, a lot of, I didn't even know that was male postpartum depression. You know, um, <clears throat> which was crazy because you know my wife wanted him to be in the bed with us. I was like, man, get that dude out of my bed. You know, yeah, I'm the king here. You know, <laughs> dude, taking out my shine. Yeah, I'm I'm jealous of a baby, but that's one of the <clears throat> that's one of the the symptoms of male postpartum depression. Not only that, you know, you go into a personal depression because you're not getting attention. Yeah, the baby's getting all the attention, <clears throat> and also COVID happened at the same time he was born. You know, we 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 jumped right into a pandemic at that time as well. So I was, <clears throat> excuse me, mm-hmm. you know, depressed about. Uh, it's just crazy how I'm a social individual. I like being around people. You know, I really didn't. I really didn't. I I like the fact of being of working from home, but I love being in the office setting. You know, because I get to move around, chat with people, flirt a little bit. Um, <laughs> Nuts, man. Don't get in trouble. You know what yeah. But, you know, I mean, but it's, 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 it's nothing harmful or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Just, I, I just love socializing, you know, and I wasn't able to socialize besides with three people, you know, my, yeah. wife, my, my wife, my daughter, and, <clears throat> and the baby. And I was, I'd be like, man, look, I got to get out of this house. This is crazy. Yeah. You know, but uh, that's that. That's um, everybody, though. I think that this year mm-hmm. is a definite trying time for a lot of families and a lot of individuals, mentally, mm-hmm. physically, spiritually, emotionally. It's just been yeah, tiring. So I get it. Yeah. It's been crazy. And to, answer, to go to your next question in reference to uh, the team. The, the before you know the the voided contract situation happen happened we were excited about the season i mean we still are we're still excited about the season but we were really excited about the season because we were getting a lot of our players back although we lost uh our number one <clears throat> uh number one guy in the secondary which is everett garrison um everett you know stated that <laughs> i heard you had something to do with that <laughs> well <laughs> That's what, what a little told me. That's what a little birdie told me. Um, but no, he he already informed me. He said, "Hey, I want to I want to test free agency." I was like, "All right, cool. I leave the door open for you." You know, but he asked, he "Leave the door open for me." Um, and I really didn't pay. I really didn't go out in free agency for the cornerback spot. Um, reason being because a lot of the cornerbacks that were on free agency retired. You know, a yeah. lot of guys retired or. <clears throat> they were they had the bands if they wanted to play for a certain team that another family member played on or so. Um I can totally understand that, you know. So I mean, but in the draft, my goodness, that's some outstanding talent um in this upcoming draft uh for that spot. But like I say, before, you know, all that contract situation happened, we were excited because we had Brady uh, let's talk about the contracts that got expired. Brady Clark, Chris Joseph. Kentez Johnson, 
and our kicker Nico Cappuccino. Those were the four contracts that were void. There were really five contracts avoided. Mike Baker as well. But by Mike Baker being part of the front office as the director of communications, and by him being a player who posted his own returning or resigning back to the team. <clears throat> His was, I mean, you know, it, it wasn't voided because he, once he was a player who did it, and then he's a front office member that posted it as well. Okay. So, um, well, by him being a front office member, you know, and posting it. Uh, Wait, so wasn't Kentez a, a front office? Co-GM does not uh, qualify as... Got it. Uh, <laughs> I, what was told to me it doesn't qualify as a as a legitimate front office spot mm, you know okay. so because they're co um but, but that's that so you know brady clark led the team in ints you know which was our free safety um Kentez was our quarterback you know our leader of the offense and so forth um had a pretty great season through 30 touchdown, through 30 plus touchdown, through 30 some INTs as well. But that was, he was, it was crazy because that last game versus Vancouver, he had a large gap within his touchdowns and INTs. And all of a sudden, he, I think he threw eight touchdowns, eight, eight, eight interceptions that game. Uh, <laughs> we, look, we over here competing with the most interceptions. <laughs> so I get it. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was that, that was crazy, but yeah, but yeah. So you know, so then now I gotta fill ten spots. I know eleven spots. I have to fill eleven spots now through the draft. <clears throat> or you half know. the team, man. Yeah, that's 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 half the team. So um, that's that. Yeah, but yeah. So we 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 still feel that we have the the chance and the opportunity to compete. Um, it was great last season getting back to the playoffs after missing the playoffs one season, you know, the season 14. Um, although we finished the season at six and six, that's not good for me. Uh, you know, I won, I want to, I don't, I don't like to have help. No, I don't like to need help to get into the playoffs. You know, we needed help. We needed Arizona to lose. We need some other other team to lose or so forth some teams to win and you know to push us in and, and so forth so oh yeah 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 I'm gonna I'm, I'm end here shortly <laughs> but so I said hi she could be on too <laughs> <laughs> so uh lost my concentration see that's the dyslexia kicking in right there it it, it I, I will lose focus okay. uh, exactly so you know we was you know losing players you know that were benefit to the team in, in certain spots but like i said i i don't like the fact that I, I need help to get in i like to be able to get into the playoffs because my team played well enough through the season to win games you know to push us over right. and, and, to, and to get into the, into the playoffs or whatever you know we lost some close games um close games we lost man um the the florida game uh they was beating us the entire first half the second half we came back and i believe if we had you know a little bit more time on the clock we win that game you know that just that's just me speaking i feel that we would have won that game if we had some more time on the clock yeah. um we lost the game beating portland 
Portland was haven't won a game at this point. You know, we beating Portland 17-0 in the fourth quarter and they come back, you know. Um that was crazy, you know. Um we got we got mauled by Baltimore, man. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it is Baltimore. I will not tell you. We did the same thing. Same. We, we had so many turnovers that game. We had fumbles in that game. We had, you know, we threw picks in that game. And Baltimore played an outstanding defense um, uh, that game and so forth. Uh, they basically did not allow our offense to move downfield. You know, um, we lost a close game to to Louisiana as well. And, um, you know, we allowed Registry to rush for over 300, you know, plus yards or so, um, who was the league MVP as well. Uh, but I feel that and, and I absolutely I blame that game on myself uh, for defensive reasons. Because I could have I could have added a certain stunt in there that would have basically had my defensive ends playing playing you know contain or so or or forcing the running back inside or pushing that tackle up uh, to not allow the running back to get outside and, and and break for the yardage that he did that game. But you know that you lose. I mean you know yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you win and you lose. But I'm just saying that, you know, if we win these games, you know, these close ones, you know, we don't need help, you know, that's getting true. in. So I get that. I get that. So that's basically that. So. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show, man. I really do appreciate it. And please come back whenever you want to, you know, doors. No problem. No problem. You're more than welcome. You know, you and I, we have a really cool relationship. You know, I call you sis. You call me brother um, or so forth. It's, it's always a, a great time of, of getting with you and, and, and collaborating um, uh, and just sharing knowledge and just talking about life or whatever. You know, you've coached me. I've coached you uh, so forth through conversations or whatnot. It's, it, it's just a great friendship. And that's one thing I love about the SFL, man. You build free friendships with people. That's true. From not just over around the country, the around the world. world, you know, you got, you got, we got folks here that's from England, or, you know, Great Britain, Portugal, exactly, you know, Australia, um, you know, so it's it's amazing, you know, how people are starting to find this league in different areas of the globe, you know, so. So, yeah, man, I'm a, I've always appreciate coming on for you. You know, I know there are times you ask me and I'm like, oh, I'm not available, you know, and I've but then I get it, you know, with, with yeah. school, with family, with life, baby, I totally get it. So the times that we do have for each other, I'm always grateful for. But I cannot let you go without giving you the last word. So that can be a song, that can be a poem, or that can be a, a shout out that face. All right. <laughs> yours. The, my last word is, and it, it's it's funny that this that you asked that. I mean that you that you're giving me this platform because uh, this this just came to mind and it's something that I I really need for myself. And at this moment uh, is which it's a Bible verse. It's in Psalms, and it's um, forgive me for not remembering the chapter, uh, but it is verse one of the chapter and, and it's I look to the hills which come at my hip my hip coming from the Lord uh, that's for anybody out there seek ye first the kingdom of God and all your desires will come true uh, so that's that and, and the reason why I say that actually I'm just going to share you on your platform is that I'm, I, I, most people here in the SFL knows that you know I, I'm a Christian so forth and that certain things I don't like or so forth um, or certain topics or discussions um, I, I, I don't like uh, 
to be made or be a part of or so forth. But I myself, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, and this is through this pandemic has not been leaning on my faith, you know. And if you are a believer, this is the time to really lean on your faith and trust in God and trust in your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, if that's what you believe. Uh, I know that we all have free will. We have choice. That's what I, that's what God gave us was a free will and choice uh, for us to make. But I just want to say that if you are a believer and now's the time to lean on him as I have not done so and I'm about to start. So that's that. That's my word for anyone out there who, who wants to listen and everyone. Peace. Peace. <laughs>